0: Welcome to Echoes of Holiness Podcast. Hello, this is Amy sharing my testimony for Apples of Gold Ministry. When I was a child, my first memory of hearing about God was when my mother read to me from a Bible storybook. I can remember the writer asking the question, where do chickens come from? An egg, you say, but what about before the egg? How I loved that book. The stories and pictures were so beautiful that I, when I learned to read, it became one of my favorites. My first memories of attending church were for weddings and funerals. Who needed to go more than that? At that time, I knew nothing of true salvation, let alone faithfulness. As the Word of God has said, we need to be faithful in church attendance in Hebrews 10 and 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. At Christmas time, if I stayed at my grandparents' house, I might have gone to midnight mass, My mother had told me that all I needed to be saved and go to heaven was believe in God. And for many years I believed that I was saved simply because I believed that God was real. Both of my parents were born and raised in Roman Catholic homes. Though neither one of them had any desire to attend the Catholic Church, my parents believed in God. And when I was small, I thought that's all that mattered. The scripture that comes to mind now is James 2 and 19. Thou believest that there is one God, and thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. And we know the devils are not going to make heaven their home. When I was a teenager, I was headed towards a sinful life and had a very liberal attitude. I was a homeschooler, but I was not raised in church. So one day I was with my parents helping them build a house and a christian family stopped by our job site they were moving to the area and were looking for someone to build their new home the mother was dressed in a modest dress and her beautiful daughters all wore dresses as well that homeschool mother asked my mom are you believers yes was my mother's reply My dad was soon hired to build their new home, and as I grew to know that homeschool family, I soon realized that their definition of being a believer was completely and entirely different from what I had been taught. Their belief in Christ had changed their life and affected their daily living, and their lives reflected God's ownership as stated in the scriptures 1 Corinthians 6, 19, and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. After that home-building project was finished, my family and that family had become friends. We started visiting them in their new home, and while spending time with their children, they asked my sisters and I if we liked to sing a song. They pulled out hymnals and asked what songs we knew. For someone who rarely went to church, that was an uncomfortable question. Amazing Grace, I requested. After we sang Amazing Grace, they asked, What other songs do you know? I said, How about you teach us some new ones? And they taught us Blessed Assurance. I am bound for the promised land, and I have found a friend in Jesus. We soon started singing together regularly, which led to us going as a homeschool group into local churches and singing, and this started my family in going to church. I was singing songs about an experience of salvation that I had not received yet. The Bible storybook that I had loved as a child was based on the Old Testament only. It did not tell the story of Jesus Christ. As I visited the mother of the children I had been singing in church with, one day I asked the question, why do we not sacrifice for sins, like Adam and Eve, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob did? She looked quite surprised. And then she told me the story of Jesus. I had been singing songs about him, but had never heard the story from someone who knew him. She did not lead me to the Lord that day, but I was one step closer in understanding. I wrote the following poem for this lady. The Reflection When I first met you, immediately I knew. There was something different about you. Something that radiated from deep within. You didn't waste your words, as you gratefully confided. Because my Lord has saved me from my sins, I have great joy and peace inside. Astonished at your boldness, I knew not what to say. But, oh, why did my heart tug so when I heard you pray? As I grew to know you, I could plainly see You lived your life to please Him who had made you free. Your relationship with Him so real, His awesome presence I'd always feel when time with you I spent. Your shining example, a reflection of our Savior's face, was the ray of light that was shown to bring me to His grace. The day finally came when God would harvest my heart and make it his own. We were visiting that family that had taught me so much about the Lord, and their mother came in and asked the children to pray as she was going up to her prayer closet. Someone they loved had been in an accident. The kids in the room turned to me and asked me to lead in prayer, and God convicted me right at that moment that I did not know him. (laughs) and the scripture this reminds me of is if I regard iniquity in my heart the Lord will not hear me and God just let me know that the only prayer he was gonna hear from me that day would be one of repentance that I might be saved so I just told the kids I cannot pray conviction was strong upon me the rest of the day When I found the refuge of my bedroom that night, the Lord showed me my life from His perspective. And He showed me that His eyes had seen every sin I had ever committed. He showed me my selfishness and my pride. And I wanted to hide under my bed. (laughs) The scripture says in Romans 3 and 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then the Spirit of the Lord reminded me of what I had been hearing. Your sins are what placed me on that cross. That is why I died. I was the lamb that was crucified. I was so broken and truly sorry for my sins. 2 Corinthians 7 and 10 says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. As I cried for my sins in repentance and I believed the gospel, I asked the Lord Jesus to come and change my heart. He saved me and my life has been changed since that day. Salvation is not a destination, but rather the beginning of a journey. The scripture that I'm going to close out tonight is John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life I'm thankful that God came to save a wretched sinner such as I and the message is still for whosoever will